0: Welcome to C3 Church Tabra. You're about to hear a message from our senior pastor, Bill Oldfield. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. The point I want to try and make it this morning about change, and last week I did say some things like change that happens around us, change that happens to us, change that happens within us, and change that we make happen. And, and this is in the context of something that was impressed upon my heart um, a couple of weeks ago, that a lot of things are changing. By the way, Kodak is no longer a company. In fact, they're not even making cameras anymore as of last week. They tried to you know, change up way too late. They didn't see the digital age coming. Who still buys film, by the way? And, uh, uh, you know, and so they didn't read the market and so they persisted in making cameras with film. They missed it, they blew it, and it's cost them dearly. In fact, as of last week, they're absolutely gone. Kodak are absolutely no more. So uh, people are being put out of work because of change. Um, there's marital change. There's economic change. There's weather change this morning. Who felt that? And um, societal change. A lot of things are changing. My three daughters liked Sound of Music growing up. But my youngest daughter, she didn't like Sound of Music. I hope she's not here. She's going to kill me. Dude. And, uh, Dad, what are these kids wearing pyjamas for clothes? What help me and it's so drawn out oh so much dialogue no I'm just not interested and then I I, I had the misfortune of trying to show a journey to the center of the earth which really had a major impact on me when I was a kid (laughs) and I didn't even get five minutes into that before I was mocked and uh, ridiculed I said you're kidding dad You, you reckon this is cutting edge let me show you something Jurassic Park or something you know or whatever and, uh, so I, I literally gave up trying to show my daughter some of the things that changed me and impacted me. Uh, last week I talked about, um, you know, God makes a way. And, um, and so I'm talking about crisis and it's good to have you back, Bree. I hope you enjoyed cans, and it was very warm. I talked about last week and I made a big point about God makes a way. I gotta, can I crunch some of this? Because I need to preempt to get into The message of God being faithful. And Pat, God bless you and your friends. God bless you. I see you there. God makes a way. And if we study the word of God, we see that even in the midst of crisis, God is there. He's for you. He's He's absolutely there. And this is the point I want to make this morning, that God is faithful. Despite what you go through, despite what is happening, despite all the calamity and, you know, Whatever the problem is, God is there. And I've got to try and make a point of that by the end. I hope I've built a good enough case. You can rely on God that he does care. Can I say that to you? You can rely on God that he cares. Last week, I told the story of the dramatic story of Paul, Acts uh, chapter 27. You can check that out. It's a story of Paul. He's been arrested. He's thrown onto this prisoner's uh, ship, 200 prisoners. And he gets, the, he gets the heads up, by the Lord speaks to him, he says, this boat is going to just come to ruin if the captain doesn't listen, the captain does not listen. He tries to persuade him to not leave the harbour. Paul's on this boat now and they hit this storm. Two weeks they don't even see the moon or the stars, that's a storm. All the prisoners and all the crew are panic-stricken, but Paul, he's on his knees, man, he's praying. Who's ever gotten on their knees and prayed? Who's ever had a desperate situation? I'd just like to do a little survey. Who's actually bent their knee and prayed? I did for the first time in my Christian war when Jilly's finger was cut off by my nephew who was wondering why the internal door of this house wasn't uh, shutting and eventually gave it a heave-ho she was standing behind, as a two-year-old, behind the curtain. Anyway, please, I'll spare you. the. But her finger was hanging on by a thread. And so, you know, the doctors said, it needs to come completely off, please. But um, you pray, you bend your knee, and you say, God. And her finger is reattached, and it was a miracle. Anyway, I could tell you more about that. Sorry about the graphic. He wrote it out, the storm, the crisis, on his knees. Paul did. He prayed. He was faithful to God. He was faithful to prayer. Absolutely in these days, I think we need to be faithful to pray. Develop the art of praying. Develop the practice of praying. Would you do that? He wasn't deterred. He wasn't discouraged. And finally, he got the breakthrough. Um, It wasn't his fault. The captain, the, the ship... Sometimes things aren't our fault. That happens to us. So I was speaking to a businessman yesterday. Invested a lot of money. It went belly up. It wasn't my fault. It was someone else's fault. These things happen to us. And it affects us. People's attitudes affects us. People's decision-making affects us. But at the end of the day, we've got to stay resilient, stay faith-filled, and believe that God will get us through that storm somehow you know, whatever is meant for evil, the Bible says, God's going to use it for good somehow, I don't know. We've just lost one of our great young men to suicide and we don't know, we can't even begin to realize how God will do that. But praise God for you people who believe in Jesus, that you believe that God will never leave you or forsake you. Amen? Let's give the Lord a hand. You're too quiet. The amazing thing is, somehow God brings us through the trials, temptations, crisis, changes, into some of our greatest and most productive years for our lives. Go figure! I think you can be too comfortable, like a businessman who's just too comfortable—no tension, no, you know, no um, sort of tension of crunching meals, and a crunching meals, crunching deals and meals. And, uh, and, meals, and, and, meals. and um, th- there's got to be a tension in life, like a guitar string. It's got to be tensed up to get the sound out of it. Amen? And and if it's completely slack, it doesn't happen. So please, don't think you're going to be immune to being somewhat somewhat tensed in applying yourself to life. Is is that good to say? And I think too, if you just, because an athlete needs to, is that right, Luke? You need to stress the body with training and and, and that what, that's what gives you fitness, praise God. But God, at the end of the day, God is faithful. He will get you through it, whatever your situation is. 1 Corinthians ten 13. Let's do some scripture. No temptation has seized you except what is common to man. And God is faithful. Say that. God is faithful. I want to make a point of that. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can hear or bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can stand up under it. Even when you're depleted in your faith, even when, man, I've been gone, man. I'm telling you, I've used every prayer. I've used every scripture. I've stood on my laurels. I've stood on my faith. I've stood, stood, stood. But at the end of the day, I've gone, oh my God. It ain't working. It ain't budging this thing. It ain't moving, what do you do? God never fails, God never quits, God never ends anything on a negative. God is faithful. I said that last week. I love this what I said last week. God never leaves anything on a negative. No matter how long it takes, the best days are ahead. The best days are ahead out of the situation that you're going through. Romans 8:28, you know the scripture, and you should know it. You should highlight it, underline it, keep it as a promise and we know that God Causes everything to work together for the good of those who have, who love God and are called according to His purpose for them. Who loves that scripture? Who loves that? Actually, I've got another version that says, He will turn the cosmos. He can actually turn the cosmos. He can affect the planets, the stars, the weather. Man, He can still the weather. He can make it. He can turn. If He created this world with one word, He can turn the circumstance of your life around, and even change the planet and the weather by another word. Amen. Yeah. Is the word? Is, is Jesus? Is God saying, "Oh man, the word used to work really good. You know, when I first created, let's let's bring it out today and let's give it. Oh, gee, it just falls to the dust. Oh, gee, well, it used to work. Geez, I don't know what's happened. I must be getting a bit old. No, God's." rock solid man if he says light light (laughs) if he says calm calm you know God's word is resolute you've got to build your life on the word of God that the word of God I'm going to talk about that quickly Pastor Phil you're losing time basically the Bible keeps encouraging us by saying you got what it takes I love that here's Charles Stanley's little quote Oftentimes, God demonstrates His faithfulness in adversity, providing for us what we need to survive. He does not change our painful circumstances. He sustains us through them. I love this quote. Give us the serenity to accept what cannot be changed, the courage to change what should be changed, and the wisdom to know the difference. I talked about the Word of God. It's still powerful Awesome to to do and perform God's will. Who believes that? Just demonstration of faith. Put up your hand if God is able that He has still have power to affect change in people's lives. Unbelievers would say, I, I tend to I tend to believe that even unbelievers believe. You know, I love that scripture that Pat did the creation seminar and he talked about, I think it's Romans chapter 1, verse 14, 15, 16. Help me that God shows himself through all creation. I even reckon that your workmate is saying, I don't believe in church, I don't believe in God. I believe that they probably do believe in God. They just don't believe in God's faithfulness and that God cares for them. They believe God has power. He could even open up the Red Sea again. He could do all that. He could turn the sun back. He could, do, he could heal cancer. He can do all that. God has power. Even the unbeliever, I believe, believes that but the believer believes in god's faithfulness usually do you believe in god's faithfulness towards you that he knows every hair on your head that he knows about your financial situation your, your 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 kid's situation your health situation whatever situation you're faced with do you believe that he understands that knows that and is nursing that to a better conclusion do you believe that because we can go through times Believers can go through times where we believe God is not faithful. Actually, the unbeliever would suggest so, that God is awesome. He created the planet, but God is not faithful. Why do planes fall out of the sky? Why do babies die? Why do things happen? Why didn't God intervene? He's not faithful. He's not faithful. He can intervene. Why doesn't he intervene, your unsaved friend would say? Why did that happen to my mom? Why did that happen to my friend? He's not faithful. It depends on how he feels. He's got his favorites. Jay Brown at the back. God loves him more than he loves someone else. <laughs> Scripture states that God is faithful and able. Who believes that? Romans 4.21, being fully persuaded that God had power to do what he had promised, meaning he is able And He is faithful. Holy Spirit, help me get to my message. And by the way, the reasons that wars happen and stuff happens is not because of God's unfaithfulness. It is because of man's unfaithfulness. Man is unfaithful. Sin is rampant. People have their own decisions. God, that wasn't God's plan in the beginning. In the beginning, God created a perfect world, a perfect species. Man rebelled. We talked about in our leaders' meeting about this 2 Timothy 2 2. And we talked about faithfulness. And it's a principle, it's a kingdom principle. We know this. Uh, and the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses, entrust to, does it say reliable men? No, faithful men. Faithful men. (laughs) King James says faithful. Thank you very much, Luke. And do I have a reliable up there, do I? Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. We can trust in God's character and God's nature. He is faithful. He is faithful. I've got to, got to try and make a got to make a strong point of that. He has the ability. He has the skill. We know that. But is he faithful? Now, the Bible, in the principle, it talks about faithfulness all the time. Faithful men. And what is entrusted unto faithful men? They they look after. Okay, one Corinthians four two says. Now it is required that those who have been given a trust must prove faithful. We we, we talked about this that, let me me quote what Webster actually says about faithfulness. Faithfulness means to be firm in adherence to promises or in observance of duty. Love that. Some people, 16 years we've been running this church, and some people, Frank Flannery and others, are just here every Sunday. Faithful to duty firm in adherence to promises or observance of duty it also means true to the facts to a standard or to an original faithfulness is synonymous with words such as loyal constant staunch steadfast resolute it implies unswerving adherence firm resistance to the temptation to betray firmness of emotional attachment you liking this fortitude and resolution imperviousness to influences that would weaken it. I love that. Who loves the word impervious? Your threats are impervious. I love that. I'd love to use that word one day. Mm -hmm. Impervious to influences that would weaken it. Steady and unwavering in love. Allegiance or conviction and determination to adhere to a cause or purpose. I love that. And I talked about, and I tried to make a point at the leaders meeting, that sometimes... And it's true, we look at people's performance, their charisma, their ability, rather than faithfulness. And really, God says, look at faithfulness first. That undergirds character. See, you can prance and, you know, and, and the world loves people that, that can perform. and and uh, But you know what the Bible says? Faithfulness. This guy mightn't have so much charisma, so much skill, so much ability. But he's rock solid, man. And they're the people that build our our nation, build our country. You know, they're the people that serve our church, build our church. They're the people that are in the Bible, the faithful ones, the stuttering Moses. But 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 but, but me, Lord, what what what? That he was faithful. John seventeen verse twelve, or I should quote one Corinthians ten thirteen says, God is faithful. There's no duplicity in him. He's absolutely faithful, faithful, faithful. John 17, verse 12, uh, while I was with them, I protected them and kept them safe. And it's talking about Jesus, what was given unto him, what was entrusted unto him, his people. And this is in response to that, that Jesus says, while I was with them, I protected them and kept them safe. By that name you gave me, none has been lost except the one doomed destruction. But the point I'm trying to make there, Jesus was faithful to the very end. God is unchanging and trustworthy. God upholds all things by the word of his power. He does. Hebrews one three. This is where we gotta have trust in God's word. Gotta have your Bible, gotta have your word, gotta build your life on the Word of God. Jesus is the word, He is that power that you need. Hebrews one three, is this helping someone this morning? come on I've got to push this home now ten minutes please give me ten minutes of faith just draw from me just because I need I need you to pray and need you to believe the sun is the radiance of god's glory and the exact reputation of his being sustaining all things by his powerful word. his word is what you need for your life you need it monday tuesday wednesday I, I, I've been quoted the same in the eighties you could do sunday christianity you go to church on sunday walk out of your church and do just your life it's my life and i'll do with it you can't do that anymore life is too tough it's too busy it's too stressful you need to be a 24 7 christian who believes that you need to be 27 in the presence You need to abide in the Word of God. 20, you need to be doing devotions. You need to be ever praising God, ever praying to God. You need to get into the groove of God, find the rhythm of grace and walk through this life in that rhythm and you will do well. You can't be just a Sunday Christian. Praise God. God cannot change. Hebrews 13, verse 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. The world's changing constantly. God never changes, never wavers, never varies. There's no variance in him. Say variance. Another word. I just get caught up in words sometimes. Various. Say variance. It's just a thing I got. just like to hear how people say these words. Even in your difficult times, even in your stressful times, even when you're going through all sorts of adversity and crisis, God is ever rock steady. In his nature. I think we get used to God being like us. We're, we're like my, I shouldn't say my dad, but in soccer too, I'm thinking. I'm just getting this illustration on the run and, and, uh, depending if I did pass the ball, didn't pass. If I scored a goal, didn't score a goal. Depending how our team went, I think I was always maybe looking to see how my dad was travelling at the end of the game. And it was always good to get a, you know, pat on the back. But more more than often, I'd get a pet talk about, you should have passed the ball. You should have, why didn't he? You know, you, oh, man, we won, but, you know, and, and God's not like that. God's just like, you're going through crap. And God's just, he's undaunted. He's, he's, he's just there like that. He's, he's not turning. He's going, oh, you really, you know, when people turn, Have you ever had ever had and it's really bad when someone in authority does it when they go They do. I don't know if they still do this, but I just got recollections of this happening to me maybe so. And they go. And it's suggesting I'm disappointed with you. God is the same. God is faithful in his word to you. James one seventeen. Every good and perfect gift is from above coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights who does not change like shifting shadows. Do you like that, Jules? He never slumbers. He never sleeps. He never forgets. He's not sleeping. And when I got a call this morning of some bad news that I have to announce at the end of the service, and I I was asleep and someone had rung me and I went, what? What? God's not like that. God's just... He's awake, ever-present. He's just looking at you sleep. He's going, wow, we're going to have a good day today. It's good. He's not a man that he should lie. Numbers 23:19. God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should change his mind. Does he speak and then not act? Does he promise and not fulfill it? God can be trusted, guys. I know things are changing, the weather's changing, stuff, political stock market. Unfortunately, Facebook shares have gone down again and, and uh, stuff, stuff, stuff. I hope you didn't buy Facebook shares. And, uh, and, uh, but Malachi 3.6 says, I, the Lord, do not change. In times of crisis, crisis when we're riddled by anxiety, depressed mentally, burdened with cares, steeped in stress, Our greatest hope and comfort is knowing that God is faithful. His Word is our rock, our foundation for faith. Please, buy a Bible, study it, find some way into it. Numbers 23, verse 19, God is not a man that He should lie. Did I quote that already? Deuteronomy, I think I did. Deuteronomy 32, verse 4, He is the rock. His works are perfect and all His ways are just. A faithful God who does no wrong, upright and just is He. A a skyscraper, help me, engineers, a skyscraper is not held together by its superstructure. It's actually just resting on the foundation. It's got a huge foundation and it just literally sits on this foundation. Jesus is our foundation. You are not held together by the integrity of your own life, but you are held together by your firm stance in faith, in God, in Christ Jesus, in His Word. Amen? Amen? He is the rock, the word, the faithful one. Remember, we can put our trust in God to cope with change, adversity, crisis, because God is great. God is good. God is faithful, my friend. And God will do it. Isaiah 55, verse 11. Here's the, uh, here's the extended, unedited version of the, of the preach. Because I've got three, four minutes left. Isaiah 55 verse 11, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish, will prosper that I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. The word of God, we got to trust it. We got to believe in it. The promises are true. The promises are faithful. The promises are active. The promises are ever, ever powerfully effective. If we want it. If we, if we believe with faith, we can receive all that more. The perspective, I guess, yes. If you look to yourself, you become the center of your universe. Instead of trusting in God and believing in God's final outcome, you look down, your navel gaze, and you start to get selfish, and your your faith is depleted. But Isaiah 55 verse 8 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Are we getting somewhere now? The Bible encourages us to live by faith, to live in the Word of God, to live with eyes on Jesus. We've got to get the perspective of God. We've got to believe that He can intervene. We've got to get rid of our own perceptions, our own imaginations. It's amazing when you start to navel-gaze and then your imagination, you start to develop your own little universe. There's a devil with a pitchfork and, 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 and there's you, you're, you're tiny, you're little. You're You're a victim. Instead of a victor, instead of Christ high and lifted up and your universe huge and the kingdom of God huge and you're the king's kid, you're a child of God. Can trust, trust God. You can trust God to do right. You can trust God to do right at all times. Two Timothy two eleven. Here is a trustworthy saying: If we died with Him, we also live with Him. Nearly done. Here it is. Here it is. If we endure, two Timothy two twelve. If we endure, we will also reign with Him. If we disown him, but he will also disown us. But 2.13 says, if we are faithless, he will remain faithful. For he cannot disown himself. We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c 3 telgraorgau We hope to see you at church soon.